If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger's my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger's my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? So we have episode 73 of Various Bread and Butters. I'm Simon Tonov. With me, as always, is Ben Brickhouse Cohen. Out in the studio, Renan Sequitur Dinser, still back from retirement. Somehow. I, somehow. So what, what is this? This is a different episode, so okay. listeners might expect this, the standard pattern of things. There's This is this is an episode that does not have a quiz. Still. If there was a quiz, it would be, is this an onion headline or not? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, they would all be onion headlines, because what would be the point of not reading one? That's true. I mean... Unless the quiz was, oh, it was a click hole headline, not an onion headline. Yeah. And you'd be pretty pissed off about that. I would think so. Uh, no. So we have Jason Roeder coming in to talk to us or calling in to talk to us. Mm -hmm. He's senior editor at The Onion and he's a friend of a friend. He agreed to waste his time to talk to us. There's n This is of no value to him. What did you tell him this was? Well, usually I have, I have a standard approach now when we're trying to um, get a non-college related guest. Mm-hmm. I just explain to them the demographics of the college and assume that they're not going to ask how many people listen. Oh, good one. Like, you have a good audience? They're like, well, the college is about 2,500. It's growing. You know, there there's you a lot go. of faculty. It's a small town. Yeah. So you just list peripheral statistics. Oh, yeah. And by the time I get to the listing of peripheral statistics, they forgot what they asked. Exactly. And they never know. Okay. So that's how, uh, that's how we hooked them. Okay. By the way, can I pitch one to him? Yes. That's what it's all about. This is my pitch. Scientists okay, discover good. gene responsible for eating whole goddamn bag of chips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think they're called Pringle Zones. No. Wait, so my so my, the one I'm going to pitch to him is, got a lead on big tires? Open a CrossFit gym. Is that, that not funny? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know Haven't what a CrossFit gym is. A, a, the only thing you need to have a CrossFit gym is oh, really big tires. What? Mumford and Sons can't believe they all got each other mandolins for Christmas. <laughs> he has two books, Sex, Our Bodies, Our Junk. And Oh, the Humanity, A Gentle Guide to Social Interaction for the Feeble Young Introvert. He should have been on our first episode. First episode? Or of the new run. <laughs> of the new run. I think we can pivot the show just reading Onion headlines. I've I tried so. before. I think that might actually work. Our first effort at Just Simpson Quotes. That, that might work. To Just Reading Onion Headlines. Just yeah. Simpson Quotes. <laughs> it's Skype. He lives in Brooklyn. Yeah. Which yeah. is a place. Who he don't. used to live in Chicago. Hmm. Which is a whole other place. Yeah. Call it Beantown, Chicago. Second City. Beantown. You know why they call it Second City? Why? Second City TV. What's the other? Because uh, the first Chicago burned down and they had to rebuild it after the mm. 1870s. Why is Second City TV in Toronto then? Because Toronto burned down. I think it probably did. Welcome to Skype Cold Test Service. Don't do that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> It's a real person, Jason. Yeah. Hello. Jason, we've never met. I'm Simon. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You assumed Simon like we've never met. Like I've never, we never met either. I just really? talked on email. Oh, okay. Does that count? How I many times so. do you have to email something to say that you know them? Six. There you go. Half a dozen. Are you being sarcastic or is that a real thing? No. no. It's not a real thing. Just what, made it up. How would you answer that, Jason? Uh, I don't think you actually know anybody via email. You never know their heart. <laughs> so it, it hmm. takes years and even then 
you know, on their deathbed, you honestly don't know if that is the person you thought they were. That's sadly beautiful in a way. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's just my take on it. Yeah, it's my wacky take on it. <laughs> your, your wacky haunting take. There's that it's, classic melon comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, melon! Oh, it's it's like melon camp. <laughs> yes. Do you know that I only I had to look up her name, but I'm not proud that I confuse. I think the classic confusion is the Pullman Paxton confusion. Mm-hmm. You don't know, I don't know if it's Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, but there's so many now because one of them was Anna Camp, and I didn't know the actress's name until I kept confusing her with Kristen Bell. But Anna Camp, speaking of Camp, you put this in my head, Jason. This is your fault. This tangent. Sure. Uh, Anna Camp. She was in Pitch Perfect. She's on the Mindy Project, which I've maybe only seen once, but I knew she was on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, for a long time, just thought it was Kristen Bell getting a lot more work than than I knew. Oh, okay. Because I know who that is. Yeah. Although I don't, I've never even emailed her, not even to that level, so I really don't know her. But there's also the uh, Amy Adams and Jenna Fisher. Oh, yeah. And I think they were on an episode of The Office at the same time, which kind of doubled down on the, the Amy Adams and Jenna Fisher, that's, I don't know about that one. Are you like just learning now that they're different people or did oh, you no, never I've, think I've, they were different? I've, no, I've, I've always known. Okay. I've known. You've known from the beginning. That, that, that's my deepest truth. Yeah. Uh, I can, I'd confused Abby Hoffman and Allen Ginsberg. So yeah. that's a thing that people do. But that wasn't based on physical appearance. Nope. That was just based on, I guess, names. I was uh, around that time. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about something more interesting than this. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest. Jason, thank you for talking to us and calling in. You are going to be the answer to all our years of curiosity. Uh-oh. Are you stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi to do this? I I, I wouldn't call it stealing. <laughs> I call it I call it sharing. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay. I, so, I call it non-consensual sharing. <laughs> That's <laughs> perfect, perfect. So Jason Roeder of Brooklyn, right? Uh, currently, yes. Right. You you're bouncing back and forth. I think we when we were originally in contact, you were on your way to Chicago. That's right. And what took you to Chicago? I, uh, I, I went to work for The Onion full-time, and The Onion had left New York, and so I had to follow it eventually. It, I, I didn't leave when The Onion left. I tagged along after about a year. So yeah, so I went there to be an editor, and I was there about two years. And then I came back to New York to, to do a little TV work. And now I'm back at The Onion doing just a variety of different What was the TV work? From here. Uh, I was working on getting the, the uh, digital part of Samantha Bee's new show up and running. That's a good uh, show. Yeah, that, that's a great show. How did, how, can I just ask, being, having worked on Samantha Bee, how did she, like, she came off the line, like, at full speed. Like, there was not a ramp up to that show. The first show I found was just fantastic. Whereas even, even folks like Jon Stewart... Stephen Colbert, even for his show, I thought it, it took a few weeks for them to get warmed up. She was just right out from from the start. Yeah, I th- I think I well I, I think they have a, a bunch of really talented writers, but I also think they just knew what they wanted mm-hmm. right out of the gate. So it was just a matter of uh, executing it. But this was a show she'd been dreaming of for a long time. So when the time came, I guess she was ready. There was no oh who are we? What, what do we want to say? It was, no, we know exactly what we want to say. Just turn the cameras on, please. That kind of thing. Can you get us her, her personal phone number so we can call her? Oh, yeah. That was the, that, 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 that's the point. That's, that's the reason yeah. I said all those nice things. <laughs> right. And so you're, you're, uh, you're back at The Onion. Or you're continuing work at The Onion. Is that why you're on the show? What are you promoting? Are you promoting The Onion? I think most people know it already. Oh, I, I, have, I have not a thing to promote. And as a matter of fact, I, I prefer people just look away from what I do. 
I don't have anything to say to the world, to be honest with you. You know, it's just my plight. Yeah, I think that's why we wanted to have you on. It fits the ethos of our show. We have nothing to say. We really don't have anything to contribute. Mm-hmm. We don't have an audience, so it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Oh, good. I like shows that amount to a vacuum, essentially. Mm-hmm. That just amount to a kind of like sucking sound and... And that's it. Jason, I, I was I was visiting my parents and my mom had I, I had subscribed her to our podcast and she had about twenty unlistened episodes and I just sadly <laughs> unsubscribed her from the podcast because it was just taking up all her space. <laughs> just to let you know, that's the level of listenership we have. I wanna promote the view that it's not that we have so few followers, it's that we block so many people. That's true. We have thousands of blocked mm-hmm. followers. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm sure you've blocked entire populations, yes. like entire like cities. We go by area codes. Yeah. Renan, right. Renan, our producer, messed up. And so instead of opening everything up, he the default is no one can actually download our podcast. Right. And there's no fixing that. So we'll just, just leave it at that. Right. Yeah. It's just the whims of the internet. There's yeah. nothing, nothing we can do. If we ever find a way forward and through some other avenue, is it possible that we could be the Onion's college-based or education-based or small college-based uh, arm or podcast or wing? We want to um, fill that niche. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Niche. Um, yeah, I, I, I think The Onion just uh, as, as a sort of news outlet just prefers its, its large corporate megaphone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't want to go small? No. I think we misread that. I thought they were looking to go small, local. Organic. Orga- organic, yeah, artisanal. Artisanal Onion. Well, you know that is that that is one project that we've never gotten to do is like write a local version of the Onion because that's it's just you know because local newspapers have a voice of their own and we've never been able to do that. Oh, it sounds like we've got a field test lined up here. Mm-hmm. What well, can can I uh, uh, slowly or easily back up and say you are a Boston University graduate? I am. This much I know. It's a much larger school than ours. It's in the Boston area where our producer now lives. Mm-hmm. So he's familiar with it too, for those who don't know where Boston University is. Because, Jason, we're a small college, Lafayette. Most people don't know where it is. But I think it's grown in stature so that we usually don't have to explain it anymore. But for something like BU, mm-hmm. I think you want to set that in place for others yeah. who aren't from the area. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, sure. Now, how, how did you get from BU to uh, writing for The Onion? Um, I think most people, at least, I mean, maybe less these days, but most people at The Onion for a time just kind of stumbled into it. They kind of like fell down a flight of stairs and The Onion was at the bottom of it, sort of. They have, so, a, real, they have a really good healthcare plan there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was a journalist of, of a sort for a while. Uh, I was very bad at it. I was. Did so you just bad. make stuff up? No, I didn't do that, but I, I hated reporting. I liked writing. Interviews were just such a drag to me because there's a certain kind of person that's good at interviewing. They sure. just go in there and they get the information they need, and they that they don't they don't tolerate people trying to sort of digress or or steer them away from sort of matter at hand. And I'm the kind of guy that just wants conversations to go well. I want everyone to have a good time and be friends. And so, when you were yeah. inter- interviewing Putin that time. He just wants to talk about other stuff, but you, he wanted to you go just, into... You just want to score a, uh, an invitation to go hunting. Exactly. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, see, this seems to be going well. I'm not getting any useful information to myself or, or the readers. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I clearly realized I was unsuited for that. And I, I just, weirdly, as it turns out, my roommate, when I was in Boston, and this was like in 2000, was dating someone who would go on to work at The Onion. 
And so years later, when I moved to New York, I asked him if he could sponsor or, or look at some of my headlines. And he, he very graciously agreed. And then from there, I just started pitching headlines every week. I did that for about <laughs> a year and a half. Now, now, Jason, you probably are asked this question all the time, so forgive me. Do you have a favorite headline of yours, a funniest headline? I know it's like choosing the favorite of your children, but can you indulge us? Yeah, I, I, I will happily indulge you. Okay. Uh, I, I think the one, I don't know, like, some of the headlines I like most are like small and no one likes, but I think <laughs> the one... Yeah, uh, everyone, uh, I think it's like Planned Parenthood opens $8 billion abortionplex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's, a, that's a good that's, one. I remember that, that one. That was yours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Do you remember, so do you remember your first one that, uh, like, what's the first one that you got in? The first one I got in was, this was when uh, flag pins were um, sort of things people were talking about. This was like back in 2008. Yeah. I think it was just, it was just a side box, which is just a picture and a headline, just no article. And I think it was like fifty foot metal flag pin welded to Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I think that, was, I think that was the very first one. I think we we were we were talking to uh, John Warner and and McSweeney's a few weeks ago, and one yeah. of the things that it was that, last year. Okay. Well, but also a few weeks ago. One of the things that I find about both McSweeney's and The Onion is that sometimes it's it's just the headline that it's almost as though it can't like it. It's so funny that it can't necessarily get that much funnier as you read through the article. Like the headline is just what really just punches, and that's just that's all that's all you sort of need sometimes. When we have meetings, I mean, we often have to sort of figure out whether a headline benefits from being written out. Sure. And, and sometimes, so with, with the case of the abortion plex article, I mean, that was a <laughs> yeah. world that we wanted to sort of get into. Yeah. So you definitely had to add, you know, uh, 700 words to that. But mm -hmm. then there are some that are just done with an image, mm -hmm. just uh, by themselves, just text. Yeah. We, I, I told Simon off air that we were thinking of pivoting the format of our show to just reading Onion Headlines. We, we tried uh, offline to do one that was just reading Simpson quotes, and it amused oh, us. I would love that, mm -hmm. yeah. Just just Simpson quotes, just go through them. And we so, got in a lot of legal trouble from that. Can you talk to Onion Legal, see if that would be okay? Yeah, because there's a lot that we want to kind of run through. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're, they're extremely litigious, but you should try. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to admit that I, I recall my first, my first awareness that the Onion existed was the Clinton deploys vowels to Bosnia. <laughs> oh sure that, that's a classic yeah yeah mm -hmm. and isn't it um uh, you'll correct me if i have the phrasing wrong but now uh during this election season i i'm often led to go back to the it must have been 2000 but the our long national nightmare of peace and prosperity is finally over oh right yeah that in, was in reference to the clinton years yeah i forget the exact i wasn't there for that but i, I know exactly the headline you're talking about so yeah I, I told you i'm just gonna go for like 45 minutes no. you can set the headset down no, i'll still don't. be here don't. Can I do one more? Okay, you can do one more. <laughs> CIA realizes it's been using black highlighters all these years. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's part of our slideshow whenever we do appearances. That's a great one. That, that's the other um, great thing about talking to you is since we have this mythical view, this idealized view of like the writer's room and pitch meetings and presentations, is it, it, is it fun? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very often fun. But, you know, it's, it's also work. Mm -hmm. and, and like any other job, sometimes, for whatever reason, you're just not, you're, you're, you're just not feeling, feeling like, uh, you're not feeling as hilarious as you want to feel. And, you know, on those days, you just have to go in there and just kind of mechanically do it. 
if that happens, is there like for me, if I have a day where I'm just uh, not really writing well, but I know I can, I can use that time and I can grade or I can prepare for another class. There's like other stuff I can do to still contribute to the, to the big game. Like if you're not on with the humor, or there's, is there other stuff you can do? Not really. I mean, but, <laughs> no, actually, there's not one other thing you can do. Um, you can debug HTML code. Yeah, well, I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, there you go. Efficient. This has been very useful for you. Yes. <laughs> I at this point, I there's I don't know other job I could actually do. I don't know what other environment would pay me. So you don't have a fallback plan, is what you're telling us right now. No, I, okay. I, I really don't, which is surprising because I'm, I'm the kind of person that worries about this. But no, I, I, have, I have nothing else the marketplace wants. So Yeah, but so you, you have been in an editorial position. Is it obvious to you when somebody's trying to pitch something or somebody new comes in whether or not they have it? That's hard because I, I look at my first list. You know, I, I think the very first list I sent in was 25, and there were maybe two or three that showed promise on that list. And there were a few more that you could see where that joke was go- going. And then there's just, there's just this avalanche of awfulness. So I try and remember that. I can tell when people sort of have, have the voice, when they seem to have identified the voice, they seem to be circling around it, even if like, the mechanics aren't there or if they're joking about things that we don't normally joke about. I mean, all that stuff can be taught. You could just say, don't do that, and they won't do it. Huh. But you can tell when someone is just has never looked at the onion, is just putting in really old jokes. They don't understand headline voice. Right. I think uh, Simon has a terrible. No, I'm sorry. Simon has a pitch that I've already vetoed. So, as an example of of something of that's tin eared that shows yeah. real. How about this as a as a headline? Okay. Got a lead on really big tires. Open a CrossFit gym. Nothing. Really? They always have big tires at the CrossFit gyms. Oh, but you didn't laugh because it's not you, were, funny. you were still trying to go through understanding. Well, he was waiting. He's thinking, funny. is there going to be a funny part oh. coming up? Did it help that I got immediately aggressive when you didn't laugh right away? Well, yeah, it, that it's one of the things that we like when a joke, <laughs> when a joke kind of dies in midair. Yeah, uh, yeah. When someone uh, immediately pounces and tries to explain why the joke was funny okay. Right. Okay. and why you're, you're, you're not good. So I should keep doing <laughs> that. that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I know that yeah. um, in my limited time as a list editor at McSweeney's, the most enjoyable part was when people would write back to yell at me for why their list should not have been rejected. Hmm. There's the temptation. I, I, I've, I've read headlines. You bring a list into the room and you... With every list, you have jokes that you identified as your sort of stars of the list. Like, this is going to work. The only question is whether people are going to write 800 words on it or 500 words. This thing is going in front page. And then you read it, and it kind of curdles in midair, and you don't know what to do. as you want to filibuster on its behalf, and... You can't. They just want you to go on to the next joke. Your joke is dead. So what's the next one? Do you know when something's worth putting more effort into or when you should just throw it away and move on to the next thing? I think there are jokes. You go home and you look at them and you understand either why it wasn't funny or it's just going to be funny to you. It's just you and that joke. You're going to have to <laughs> cuddle with that joke by yourself forever. And that that's just how it is. Okay, but can you understand... <laughs> the, everybody seems to have a CrossFit gym these days. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it's just really big ropes and tires, and that's all they seem to need. So, 
I'm going to cuddle with that at home. Um, and just, I'm just enjoy it myself. So that's just for me now. <laughs> that's and, your truth. And you know what? I would, Jason, I would rather you didn't publish that in the onion now. <laughs> that's just mine. And I want that to be just, just mine now. Oh, that's good. I mean, what, what we'll sometimes say is, you know what, just, you know, just take it, just take it back and work on it. Um, <laughs> so I should work on this then. Yeah. Not, don't, we don't, encourage, actually, don't encourage him. No, no, Jason. I'm working on it. Oh, this. no, we actually don't want to hear, we don't want to hear from the joke again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a way of exiling it. What I, what I'm hearing from you is that I need to wordsmith it a little bit and then come right back. Yeah. Yeah. Just tweak it. Tweak it. Okay. What to about do something I, completely different? Than I may have a, uh, I was always proud, like in the early days of the onion, when I was trying to write these, I had no idea that you could pitch them or where you could. So I never actually did. I was just one of those dudes. You're just sitting around making these up and telling friends. But I like the meta joke about the onion joke. So one of my favorites was always area rug four by six. Uh, Yeah, I've heard versions of that joke before, actually. Wait, well, I don't understand the joke. (laughs) Just that they, I area, loved it. Oh, area rug, four yeah, by six. Yes, I, I just it. love the area man stories from oh, the onion. You gotta, you got you gotta, you gotta punch the area. I think on that. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm I can't sorry. believe that joke failed. It just seems so solid. It's it. it was. I, I had solid. another one, and I actually wrote up maybe a five hundred words. The the title wasn't good, but I like the story. It was Jordan. It was I think maybe the king of Jordan had died, and it was Jordan's ruler finally laid to rest. And it was about this kid Jordan, and he had one of those eighteen inch rulers. <laughs> Instead of the normal 12-inch one. Oh. And all the kids in class were very sad because it got broken. It was good stuff. So, Jason, yeah, given, no. g- given that you have to choose one of these three, um, <laughs> area, area rug, Jordan Ruin, right. and then the CrossFit one. To um, run every week until the publication folds, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I would think that that um, y- uh, maybe... We can get y- you an adjunct y- position here yeah. if that happens. Yes. You miss the contractual obligation of taking one of those terrible headlines and... I feel bad that you didn't have legal look over the contract we signed before you came on the show. Look, <laughs> if it's my fault for not reading. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know what? Let's print it. Do you feel, uh, is there a constant torrent of new talent rushing? Are there always, as, as people get older, is it always like 20-somethings are always sending stuff in, and so the Onion will never have to worry? Or do you feel like it's a, because I, I feel like it's timeless, like it, it will never end. I think there are always enough talented people out there. I mean, the difference now is that, you know, now we have, with Twitter, social media, there's like a new voice that's emerged mm-hmm. that wasn't around, you know, even in like 2008 when I started. And so we'll get headlines that read like tweets sometimes from people that just kind of carry over their Twitter feed into their headlines. Mm-hmm. That's not a great thing, but there's always enough talented, there are always enough onion geeks walking around out there who just love it and know it and have it internalized the voice and, 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 and it can do it. And we, we have those people now. So yeah. that, that's really encouraging. Were you involved at all with the ClickHole launch? No. ClickHole is a, it's a separate, well, in the same office as the Onion, but it's really a separate entity with a really funny voice of its own. You know, it, it's a, a distinct staff. So they, um, it, it sounds it was, like there's a lot of tension there. You guys don't, Softball teams. Yeah, the Onion has a surprisingly great softball team. What, do you, what I'm not on it. Play? What? Are okay. there tryouts? You know what? None you... of us would make it because for some reason, the Onion fields this extremely dominant softball team. Is it all ringers from like some other place that the people on the team aren't that funny? I don't know. Well, another, oh, I should say another actual writer is around oh, the no softball way. Yeah, no. It's, oh. it's all like graphics people and production. Oh, yeah. yeah if, if it were the writers, that would be a different story. Oh, okay. Geez. You should get you should get a B-League team with just writers. Oh, well, we, we had a flag football team. 
Oh, that's uh, nice. Last year, no, we we didn't win one game. <laughs> Jason, I yeah. um the Onion Book of Known Knowledge. Yeah. Do you have anything to do with that? I did. I was I was a writer and editor in that book. Can I tell you it's a it's it's in our living room and I I have kids that are fourteen and eleven and we like to read definitions like each night. I'll try to flip through the book. That's fantastic. And um, what are the possibilities that you wrote the turtle definition? Is that with with the teacher? What's your favorite turtle? Is that what that is? No, I'm going to read you the turtle definition. I promise, Simon, this is the last reading that I'll Mm. do. I've tried this before on the show. You never let me. That's Jason, this is why I got you on, because he would be forced to let me read the turtle definition. Reptile that carries its house on its back. And when it gets scared, it pulls its head and arms and legs inside. Whoosh! Like that. Some people say that turtles move slow. But really, turtles move just as fast as they need to. They're special in their own special way. In what way are you special? Right. Yeah, that's what I was getting at when I mumbled the word teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think that was a Joe Garden entry. Well, but Angry you were close to it. Me. But you were adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm adjacent to everything in that book. Yes. Well, if we unblock all those thousands of followers that we're not letting us follow, we mm-hmm. could actually boost some sales for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not willing to do that, but I'm just saying if we if, if we did that. If we did. No, don't, don't, you know what, don't unleash them on yourself. You, you, you probably have lives and you just can't, you, you, you can't spend all day just blocking people all over again. That's true. It is tiresome. I was saying earlier, we, we both have jobs, but I think I'd be willing to give it up just to spend my days writing these lists and trying to get one or two through. Mm. It's pretty lucrative, right? If you get one headline, it was like a thousand bucks a word. I, yeah, I think, yeah, well, you know, look, the, the word lucrative can have many interpretations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know I'm not yeah, in the economics department, lucrative. but I feel like I have a good grasp on publishing and, and you know, the publishing sure, market, sure. which seems to be only doing better as the years go by. Absolutely. I think if you get one headline published, I mean, you probably can't retire necessarily, but you could probably, you could probably go down to working one or two days a week if you wanted that's, and if you get two headlines published that's pretty good that's all we're asking that's a good is that good. so much to ask no, no no i'm actually sitting on a, on a pile of rubies at, at this at this very moment you've been so. buying rubies I, I thought the ruby market was actually down right now but that's okay you know, i don't want to I don't even care. When you have a certain amount of money, it doesn't That's even true. matter. That's yeah. true. I think, uh, uh, Simon, I know that you, you actually wanted to ask Jason one specific question. Let me ask this question. I ask it to all our guests. Which day of the week do you prefer? Do you prefer Friday or do you prefer Sunday? Oh, um, oh, Friday. I, I Yeah, now, Sundays just paralyze me. Now, are you working on Friday? Yeah, I'm working on Friday. And, and I assume, I mean, to the extent that you don't bring your work home with you, that you have weekends off, so you're not working on Sunday. I'm not working on Sunday. And yet, you prefer and Friday. Because Friday has potential. Sunday mm. has negative potential. That's 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 usually what we find with folks. And I assume you, you disdain black licorice. Uh, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't seek it out. Okay, so hate it is, Simon, is you, probably the word we would use. The for context that. you'd want to know is that we've been running surveys, and mm-hmm. we generally find that people who prefer Sunday prefer black licorice and people who prefer friday do not prefer it. yes and so whenever we get a counter evidence we just throw it out or, or simon badgers the witness mm-hmm. as, as well as well you should yes and you've got your conclusion i think and... that's how we arrive at truth i think that's how we do that well jason thank you so much for being on do you have anything to plug before you leave any appearances 
I do not uh, have any appearances. You can find me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If anyone is unblocked. Okay. <laughs> uh, which, is, which is just my name, at Jason Roeder. Okay. Yeah, you're very kind to let us talk to you. Thank you so much. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. It's good. All right. Thanks a lot. No problem. See have you, a Jason. good day. Bye. Bye. Headphones off. Headphones off. Time for one more question. Hey, uh, remember when uh, you were in the, the Beatles and uh, you did that um, album Abbey Road, and uh, at the very end of uh, the song, uh, it was, the song goes, uh, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. You remember that? Yes. Is that true? Yes, Chris. In in my experience, it is, I find the more you give, the more you get. That's it for this week's show. Thank you. Thank you for being, just thanks for being on the show.